This is About Space, America's Return to Space, with news and information on our U.S. space program, is your host of About Space, David Denault. Welcome, and thanks for joining me today. Have you noticed recently that there are more stories about meteors in the news? Well, you may remember our story about an interstellar visitor that crashed in the South Pacific. And then just days ago, a story surfaces about the Winscombe meteorite over the UK in 2021. Meteorites? Rocks fall from space all the time. Most of them are tiny, smaller than the width of a human hair, so impossible to see with the naked eye. And they fall harmlessly to Earth, sometimes making shooting stars as they come through the atmosphere. But less frequently, larger pieces of space rock can find themselves on an Earth-crossing orbit. If they enter Earth's atmosphere, they can produce a spectacular fireball and, importantly, deposit pieces of rocks, known as meteorites, on the surface of our planet. Meteorites are rocks from other worlds. That could be planets such as Mars, the Moon, comets or asteroids. It is the job of scientists to find out where these rocks came from and what they can tell us about the origins and history of the solar system. We'll explore those stories next as America and the world is listening to About Space Today. Come to the land of orange groves and palm trees. Come to the land of theme parks. Come to the land of sunny beaches and the azure waters of the Atlantic Ocean. So come and visit Florida for lasting memories. Email us. Email david.ddcruiseandtours at gmail.com or call D&D Cruise and Tours at 877-747-8631 for your next family, cruise, or theme park vacation. Let us provide you your next visit with our travel experience, not experimentation. We are members of IATAN and CLIA. Email david.ddcruiseandtours at gmail.com. Serving the Southeast, traveler since 1985. Welcome back. Well, rarely do we see meteors over the UK, but in 2021, it was a bright flash across the skies. On February the 28th, 2021, a bright fireball lit up the sky over the UK. A specially designed network of cameras also detected this event, photographing it from different locations, allowing scientists to calculate the trajectory of the incoming space rock. They used these calculations to predict where in England members of the public might be able to search for pieces of the fallen rock. Sure enough, their predictions proved accurate, and less than 12 hours later, a member of the public found the first piece of this special space rock, the first UK meteorite in 30 years. I'm here at the Open University, which has a long history in analysing meteorite samples. Our scientists commonly work with pieces of rock from the Moon, Mars, comets and asteroids. Dr Richard Greenwood from the Open University was the first scientist to identify fragments of the meteorite in the small Cotswold town of Winchcombe, which has informally given the meteorite its name. So when I heard about the reports from Winchcombe, I was really excited and I drove over and I went up the driveway of the person who'd discovered this rock on his driveway and he went and got a plastic bag full of pieces of the sample and handed it to me. 
So I looked inside and I couldn't believe what was inside because uh, it was like seeing an old friend again. 30 years earlier, I'd worked at the Natural History Museum on a very similar meteorite, which fell in South Africa in the 19th century. But what I really didn't, uh, couldn't believe was that here in front of me was this very same rare meteorite type, never before discovered in the United Kingdom. And so I was very, very excited. Other organisations were soon involved in the recovery of further pieces of the Winchkin meteorite, because as the fireball came through the atmosphere, it broke up and deposited pieces of rock over a large region. At the Open University, we were particularly pleased that we were able to very rapidly analyse a sample of Winchcombe using oxygen isotope analysis, which is able to confirm that it's a very rare meteorite type, which we call carbonaceous chondrite. Professor Monica Grady has spent her career analysing meteorite samples, and she's equally excited about the recovery of the Winchcombe meteorite. Winchcombe came from the outermost fringes of the asteroid belt. Now, the asteroids orbit the Sun in a large array somewhere between Mars and Jupiter. The asteroids that are in the outermost fringes of the asteroid belt contain more volatile species like water and organic compounds because they're further away from the sun and so they haven't been heated by the sun in the same way as others have been. One of the interesting things is to understand how Winchcombe managed to get all the way from the outer edges of the asteroid belt down to Earth. The other reason for going to an asteroid and bringing bits back from them is we know which asteroid it's come from. We know whereabouts on the asteroid, so that gives us context for understanding the whole of the asteroid. Meteorites like Winchcombe date back from the very birth of the solar system. They're made from the same stuff that the Earth was made from. By retrieving the debris of that meteor, Loeb said he hopes to discover its origins going so far as to suggest it might be alien technology. The most interesting question in astronomy, in my view, and perhaps in science altogether, is whether there is life elsewhere, and not just primitive life, but intelligent life outside of the solar system. We don't know the answer to that, and we have the tools and the technology right now to do the search and find out perhaps the answer to that. Dr. Avi Loeb, astronomer with the Harvard Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics. And NASA has also confirmed the notion that the object was from another solar system. So what do you think the scientists might find at the bottom of the South Pacific? A rock or something more valuable? Be sure to check out our Facebook page about Space.Today for launches and landings and invite your family and friends to listen weekly. And to all our listeners around the globe and here in the U.S., thanks for joining me. I'm David Denault, and this has been About Space Today.